greetings, my friends, and welcome back to Thunderdome Metal Reviews, your church of heavy metal. It is time to get our thrash on. For those of you who do not know, I am the Reverend Ben Lindsay, and with me as always are the chicken slaughterer himself, Mr. Tracy Newport, and the doctor of metalnomics, Dr. David Pizzo. Doctor of metalnomics. The growing discipline. We should start at Murray State. We should. I'm ready to talk about some thrash. That's what I'm ready for. So you guys are saying thrash. This reminded me a lot of that mid-2000s Northeastern metalcore of like all that remains, early kill switch engage. Well, let's talk about who it is and then we'll talk about what they sound like. Okay. But I think this is more thrash than that. Although hold that thought. I believe this was your pick, David. It was. I picked it because it is an album. So I was, I picked pretty early on and there was not a lot listed. And I at least knew who this was. I'm like, oh, I've heard of them. Cause I think I'd listened to some Buried in Violence, the album before this a little bit. Uh, and they, I think, uh, Apple being what it was, I think one of the t- one of the thousands of times I was listening to the Lamb of God, I was like, hey, this is a thing. So I think it tossed it at me because of, I think the algorithm tossed them my way. Yeah, that is something to, to talk about as well, but um, before we get too much further, I guess I should tell you who you were talking about. Product of Hate, their second full-length, You Brought This War, released on February 5th of 2021. Shout out to them for being from Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is very close to where I am located. It was released on POH Metalworks, has a run time of 44 minutes and 25 seconds. The lineup is Mark Campbell on bass, Mike McGuire on drums, Gene Rathbone on guitars, Cody Rathbone also on guitars, and Adam Gilly on vocals. The producer for this was James Zahn. There is no Dana, only Zahn. (laughs) In this case, yes. So now let's have that discussion uh, that you wanted to have, Tracy, about is this thrash or not? Well, I don't want to say... You guys are calling direct thrash, but this is scratching several like itches that came up for me with the early like All That Remains, Shadows Fall, early Kill Switch Engage, all those bands that came out of Northeast, New England, Massachusetts area that were also heavily produced by Adam Durkowitz from Kill Switch Engage. Like there's several key markers in here that remind me of that in their style of writing and how these songs are played. And they often had it's like these thrash elements that played with them but also they would do the switch back and forth between the clean singing and screaming that have some of the more like closer to what you'd see in like the hardcore breakdown elements and thrown in there during some elements throughout the song so that's where i'm getting that element from here like even to the point of i wondered if it's so it sounds so close to like all the remains the fall of the ideas in the album that follows it that i thought that one of the guitars from the band was in this band like they're like writing itself somewhere i mean i heard a lot of lamb of god and thrash that's what i heard yeah that's what i heard that's a little bit of pentera not quite as much pentera as the band we're gonna be talking about next but definitely some (laughs) pentera uh but you know i i feel like that kill switch engaged stuff that 2000 stuff was drawing from some of the same well as Lamb of God in terms of Pantera and Slayer. And they were, and like, it's very, I can very easily see like a very easy, like, um, 
Venn diagram of like these were they would overlap as these guys would overlap in several of the same areas. But like I know like later kill switch engage, like post the end of heartache, probably not. But like their first two albums with JC as a lead singer, yes, I could see that. I mean, I had pretty much everything by Phil Abonte and them and all that remains. I think it might be also I played in that field probably a lot more than you guys have. That's for sure. I can't about, even tell you if I've ever even listened to an All That Remains album. So, so Okay. So I guess that's another blast. I'll have to kind of, ooh, this would be a good idea and throw a couple of those bands in there. And I don't know if you guys noticed, I got a little itch of David and me and I had like, oh, these would be great bands for blast and found like nine and put nine together. <laughs> I did not notice. Um, to me, this is their second album, and I think this, this is a, a very good album. Mm-hmm. I just think that the thing they say about being a writer is that you have to read a lot to be a good writer. And I think these guys have listened to a lot of metal, so I'm sure that they have listened to a whole lot of All the Remains, Kill Switch Engage, Lamb of God, definitely a lot of fucking Lamb of Gods, and the thrash stuff. And they are they have shown to me on this album that they can play in those styles very fucking well. I thought that both guitarists who are apparently brothers or maybe cousins, I don't know, I didn't read their biography, um, knocked it out of the park. The drumming's very good. The bass playing, the vocalist, eh, he's a little bit of a weakling, but I think he did the job very well. But I don't know that I heard them. And that could be on me because I kept making the association with these other bands but it's like, okay, they're doing their Lamb of God riff here. Okay, this is just some straight up thrash. This is some like mid-90s Slayer going on with, with this riff. And it kind of reminded me of Hell Garden, that Brazilian band from that mm-hmm. released the album last year that was straight up a fucking Pantera album. I mean, even some riffs, I think that they may have stolen directly from Pantera. <laughs> Uh, which I love. The greatest form of flattery. Yeah, because we hadn't had any Pantera in a long time. So I, I actually really, really liked that. And I just think that these guys haven't quite found their voice to go back to the writing metaphor yet. They have just proven that they can do all these different styles and haven't necessarily made it their own. That's my interpretation of the album. Anyway. I got a good chuckle when you said we hadn't had Pantera in a while. And it reminded me of that Throwdown album Venom and Tears, that was pretty much Pantera's point A to, to the finish. It's just like, hey, this is our best Pantera album we could do from 2007. But I agree with you in a lot in that. And, you know, for me, this album, while I think the musicianship is great and everything, and they do a real good job of doing their stuff, it kind of like, I felt like there wasn't really a lot of meat to this album. Like it kind of didn't stick with you for long. Like it didn't kind of stay with you from, at least for me, it didn't feel like it. Like everything I listened to, I enjoyed, but every time I go back, like, well, there's nothing really that kind of just stuck in my head. It's like, oh, wow, I want to come back to this. There was nothing here that, like it's just kind of missing that, that kind of like pulled you in and kind of kept you there, you know? I think it coheres pretty well. I agree that it is in some ways derivative, which probably maybe like it more. Uh, I don't give them high marks for originality necessarily. And I agree the vocalist is a bit weak. His clean vocals especially are not very good. Um, but all that being said, I don't know. It was, it was a lot of fun and they can fucking play their instruments and 
they this album does a pretty good job of you know having a ton of adrenaline but then you know they've got the instrumental that pulls it back a little bit i mean they they there was some thought that went into album arrangement uh yeah i don't know what their identity part of the thing is i also haven't seen them live which is a big part of how i can understand like what a band thinks they're doing and this band i don't i don't know from adam unfortunately um but i enjoyed it but i also really really like lamb of god so if you give me something that's lamb of god adjacent I'm going to be like, oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> so, Dude, there were some moments on here where I thought, especially the vocalist, was doing his best to be Randy Blythe. <laughs> and I was like, huh, all right. Because, you know, I, I think it was the transition from Rapture into You Brought This War, maybe, or maybe it was You Brought This War into Redemption, where I was like, okay, this is pretty thrashy, this is pretty thrashy, and holy fuck, that's a Lamb of God song. And uh, it kind of caught me by surprise because I had read when I looked them up, the thing said that Lamb of God was one of their influences, but I didn't expect it to be uh, that much of an influence. It's an extreme influence, but they're an influence on me too. So I'm an easy yeah. mark. And which I'm sure we'll start seeing a lot of that at bands that, you know, when we went to Slayer so. and tour with Lamb of God and, you know, they're like, hey, these are, we are all bands that are influenced by Slayer. I'm pretty sure you're going to start getting Lamb of God tears like, hey, we were heavily influenced by Lamb of God. We've been here new since we were 12. I do. Without a doubt, man. It's like we talked about when we did the Lamb of God blast, which I didn't conceive of until David or you said it. I don't remember which one. But they've been around for fucking over 20 years. Yeah. So. Moose has been over for around 30 years almost. This this band, interestingly, has been around for 14 years and has not changed a single person. Their Wikipedia like color chart is just like just a rainbow, <laughs> rainbow across. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks like they all... really didn't get a break until 2016. Well, that's when they released their first album. They had a bunch of singles. Yeah. I mean, they had a, well, an EP back in 2010 and then have released a single like every couple of years until they're fully. No, I think out. they were working and playing shitty bars and doing six jobs doing like that doing the Wisconsin grind, watching their state turn into a purple and then red hellscape. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to guess at their politics. So, but yeah. But, uh, but according to their bio on Spotify, it says Metal Hammer had them as one of the 12 bands to watch in 2016. Hmm. Yeah, I know that they had to change their name. Yep. From when they formed in 2007, because of a Canadian band, it was I Four and High. That was named the same. They uh-huh. usually letter as opposed to the body part. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to guess about their politics. When you have songs like "Where's Your God," I guess <laughs> like they're not fans of the Walker agenda. I would guess. I don't know. I'm already talking. I guess I'm talking about songs. But. I mean, maybe, but uh, knowing what I know about Kenosha, I, again, not uh, not going to be super comfortable about going too far on a, out on a limb. For, call it the the John Schaefer principle. What's yeah, I didn't get even remotely uh, Ice Earth or uh, even more when it's Five Finger Death Punch vibe. Yeah. I I need to check back on the other album. But their politics seemed very Lamb of God adjacent as well. I mean, Ben, a lot of people have gotten a limb based where we're from. 
Well, that's kind of what I was thinking too, dude. I'm like, like that logic with me in West Kentucky, I might as well just start playing my, my Ice Earth cover band called Righteous Insurrection. <laughs> we are Righteous Insurrection from West Kentucky. I mean, you know, you're right. Kenosha, I'm sure, is deep in that Walker Country shit, but they probably fucking hate it. But I don't know. I don't know them. So let's talk about songs. Songs. I think this album opens really strong as well. Yeah, it does. With Euphoria, Rapture, You Brought the Swore. Redemption's all right. Um, I think it ends well as well. Yeah, I think like Destroyers, Claw the Walls are badass. Um, the instrumental I could do without, but I admit I needed a palate cleanser because it is a little repetitive. <laughs> It's a good album, but, you know, especially that first run of uh, Euphoria through Helpless. There's a little bit of tempo ratcheting up and down, but not a whole lot. Uh, you know, but if you like Thrash, if you like Lamb of God, you'll love this album. Yeah, I don't think there's a bad track on here, no. per se, um, which I know I say a lot. To Tracy's point, I don't know that there was anything that really grabbed me. I don't think I'll be pulling into these off and putting it into a playlist, but I would not be mad if this entire album came on to listen to again. Um, some of the ones that really stood out to me, I think Euphoria and Rapture are a good one-two punch. I really like the title track, You Brought This War. The instrumental today was when it's a good palate cleanser before you get into True Chaos and Where's Your God. I think both of those are... are uh, another good one-two punch in the back half of the album. Claws the Wall was also pretty enjoyable. So yeah, solid all the way around for sure. Cool album cover too. It is. Mm. Yeah, it's a Soviet-style uh, gas mask and a scorched battlefield of nothingness. So it's 2022? Uh, maybe 23, but yeah, eventually. Or Eastern Ukraine right now. Yeah, no shit. You know, yeah, we, don't, we don't have to go into the future, Tracy. <laughs> Yemen. <laughs> it, it is always, always right now. Yeah. yeah. Just picture a jackboot smashed on a human face forever. So shall uh, we grade it? Let's grade let's it. it. Uh, I picked this thing because it was an album. And I don't regret it. And I agree that it is a bit like a Lamb of God tribute band. But for that reason, I'm giving it a B plus. So it's not an A territory. As I said, it's not necessarily that innovative. And I would like to see, as Ben mentioned, their identity to evolve a little bit. But I'm going to give this a B plus. And I probably will as in this album again. It's fun. Uh, I'll go next. I'm going to give it a B minus. There wasn't it's a good album, but there wasn't a lot that really drew me and sucked me into it. And just kind of went and came and there wasn't like a lot left behind. So I'm going to give it a 83. Well, I hope no one ever says that about you, Tracy. They probably already did. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to split the difference and give this a B. I think it's really good. I can't wait and hopefully it won't be, you know, another five years before they release a, a third album because um, I would like to see, I would like to see them find their voice because I think there's a lot of talent here uh, aside from the musicianship because I think the songs are pretty solid too 
but I would like to, to see them kind of get out of the Lamb of God shadow just a little bit um, and kind of find their own voice. Since they're local, I hope that uh, if this pandemic ever ends and we get live music again, that they play someplace close by so I can go see them because I would love to see them live and see their energy. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm in the bag for what their next couple albums are going to be because I'm interested to see how they evolve because I did enjoy this. I'm a big believer in the third album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, it's often where it comes together. I know Tracy says that a lot, so I think the third album, it'll be one to watch. Yeah. So, Tracy, what are we doing next? Next, we are doing our holiday special with Ramstein Rise Arisa. All right, that'll be fun. I ich bin aufgeregt. I'm pumped. <laughs> das exactly. Das ist gut. And we will catch you next time on Thunder Metal Reviews. Uh...